Recording in progress. Recording in progress. Recording in progress. I had to unlock the door. You had to unlock the door? I had to unlock the door. Is it so your wife can get in? Yeah. We or so your cats can get out. I used to, they used to have those key making machines at the Walmarts and stuff. I don't think they have those anymore. They have them at uh, Lowe's and like home improvement stores. Yeah, I know. I just, I got to go and get one. We'll get one tomorrow. There is a key store in Chicago that we kept passing. We'll go there. I just, (laughs) I don't understand. It's just like, (laughs) you you pay all this money, all this pet fees and garbage. They can't make two keys for you. They only gave you one key. That's weird. Yeah, I think. I don't know why. And it, you have those things where you're like, at the time, you're like, oh, that sucks, but whatever. And then you're like, why couldn't they have made a second key? That's, <laughs> there's two of you. There should be two keys. Yeah. We, two people signed the lease, you know, all this whateverness. Like, people you're not going to be, keys. it's crazy to think you're going to be coming home at the same time every day. I mean, and usually they give you a spare key anyway. So, like, even if you're a single person, they usually give you two keys. Yeah, I know. We got one key. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call them. Yeah. Because I feel like arguing, and I'm gonna argue with them. They should. And they're gonna say, "Who are you?" And I'm gonna say, "I'm your worst nightmare." They'll be like, "Wow, that's so cool." <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, "I've never heard anyone say that before," and I say, "It's because I'm a script writer." Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's that's one of those things, and just like, and I just there's. I think we maybe moved in like a little bit earlier than they were expecting because there's a lot of stuff that's like not quite right, but it's still like just make us another key. Yeah, they should. I did you ask them for another key? They said we had to make one, and I just they I, said you had to make one. Well, yeah, because well, I don't know what they said. Kelly picked up the keys. Kelly Tor picked up the keys. It's not important, but it is infuriating. Um, <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I uh, got to make a second key, and I haven't. So um, I'll do that. <laughs> That's my holiday plan. We started the episode. Oh, uh, uh, we're just now starting for the first time. Oh yeah, we. This is all. Uh, this is all fresh stuff. Jump right on. Everything <laughs> went great. I didn't drop my uh, microphone into a foot soaking tub. Do you ever have those times where you're just like, this? This is too good. You know, I have like <laughs> too nice and I ruined it. You know, I was recording music in <laughs> soaking my feet. And you were soaking your feet and recording music and you dropped your mic into the foot bath. Yeah. And I like <laughs> sat it down and it like it rolls because it's very round and sometimes I'll sit it down and I'm like, I even thought about that before. I'm like, there's a chance it's gonna roll and fall <laughs> into it. And I just was like, ah. Eh. You know, I'll be careful. And then, of course, I wasn't careful because I'm never careful. Yeah. And then it starts rolling. <laughs> I'm like, ah, and then I could just see it happening. I'm just like, well, that's it. You know, I'm not going to get that's there it. in time. And the microphone is ruined. And yes, it is. It is ruined. If uh, you had tried harder, you probably would have just spilled the foot bath. Mm, you no, know, because I was too far away at the time, you know. <laughs> Why were you so far away? I had gotten up to get something, and I sat my mic down. I see. It's all coming together. Mm-hmm. Well, at least there wasn't, like, a situation where your feet were in the bath and you got electrocuted. I wish that would have happened. 
would have been so much easier than trying to you know have to figure out and buy another microphone. Uh, so anyway, that's my that happened a while ago actually. Um, but it was just one of those times because you know I I just knew it was I knew it was going to happen. I was like, don't do that. Just have your foot soak and then record music afterwards. And I'm like, no, it'll be nice. I'll have my guitar and and my you know my feet soaking. And it was just like, you know, it's just like sometimes I just wish that I would listen, you know. Yeah. When I tell myself it's just it's not worth it, you know. So were were those your your New Year's plans? Is the <laughs> the foot bath? No, that happened. Uh, that happened before New Year's because I had I think this was my I have to get my tooth out. I can't remember the timeline exactly, but I I had a day where I was like. I had to get my tooth, I had to get my last wisdom tooth removed, and I had to go under, uh, and I've never gone under before, so I was nervous. Oh. Or I had, but it's been, in, like, since I was a child, I think. So, I was just like, I was like, I'm going to do something, I'm going to have a nice foot soak, but I should have watched the movie, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, I just, I knew I should have just watched the movie, and here I am, you know? Like, I just can't, what are you going to do, you know? What are you gonna do? You can't do. Anything. Um, were you weird after you woke up? Because I think I was the. I think the waking up from anesthesia is the weirdest like feeling I've ever had, where I just couldn't really control. I knew what I was saying, but I couldn't really control it. You know, I it, I think some of those are fake, where like people are just straight yeah. up saying weird shit. But like I I knew like it was it was a little weirder than a drunk feeling because sometimes. Mm. Sometimes drunk, you're like, you know what you're saying, but you're trying to make it funnier. I wasn't trying wow. to be funnier, but I, I don't know. I couldn't really control what I would say to people. I thought, I think that's more it. It's like, I, I had a sense that I was like, oh, I'm kind of saying this because it's silly. But at the same time, it's that feeling of like, but I, in this moment, I really don't care. You know, yeah. I have that thing of like, oh, I feel self-conscious. I'm just kind of like, this is funny. Or I'm just going to like. You know, it just comes a little bit easier. Uh, I I felt, you know, like that that uh, Simpsons guy that with the balloon where he sucks it in and he starts doing the hello. Oh. <laughs> uh, that a little bit where it's just like I feel like I'm I feel like I'm putting it on, but then I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah, I, I think that's the difference because it's like a it's a feeling where you're just kind of like, I can't really stop this from happening. This is just yeah. what I need to happen. I don't know. I remember mom took me home after my wisdom teeth removal. And I really wanted to go to the Thomas Edison house that I saw a sign for on the side of the road and she would not take me. And I was really <laughs> upset about that. And then she dropped me off and Thomas was supposed to watch me. Um, and then idea. the first thing I said, I was like, I need you to go get me some junior bacon cheeseburgers from Wendy's. <laughs> Did he get <laughs> and he did him? it. He went and got them, which I don't think he should have done because I wasn't supposed to be eating those. But I told him I had a way to eat them. And I was just like, I wasn't chewing them. I was like gumming down the, uh, the cheeseburger and I was like swallowing it whole. And I was like, this is the best. Yeah, it was awful. I remember, so this this uh, oral surgeon very smartly was like, someone needs to be with you and they need to take you home. Because I was in uh, the other place I lived in, in New Albany. And, uh, or I didn't live there, but that's where the dentist was. And 
they let me drive home. Are you serious? Yeah, After you were under anesthesia? I was like, I got like the gas, I think. Okay. Uh, and like, I remember thinking, it's like, oh, this is pretty normal. And then like, I woke up and went outside because they went to mom and dad's after. And the car, I somehow managed to park the car like directly in front of the garage. Like I pulled <laughs> so close to the garage that it was somehow just not touching it. But it was like as close as it could possibly be. So it's like I was not of sound mind. Like <laughs> I should not have been on the roads at all. Like I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know. it's so. Yeah. That's a weird feeling because, like, um, there was one time, um, when I still lived in my apartment in Louisville, that was like the worst. If you couldn't park behind your street, you just had to like come to terms with a, a drunk driver might hit your car because, like, there was street parking. Yeah, yeah. But it was like the bars were on the other side of that street and people cut across ours to get home. So like every time you left your car outside, like on curbside, like it might be crashed when you wake up. So I I lost a mirror once. And then this one time I I woke up, I went out to my car and you know, just how you just like get a weird feeling. You're just kind of like something doesn't look wrong yet, but I don't know Mm -hmm. what's wrong. And I was like, I know I didn't drive drunk, but something's wrong. And so like I got in my car and like I looked and I'm like blocking the entire driveway. And I'm like, did I come home and just block the driveway and just like stay here and like just leave? Had Has no one been able to leave my apartment building and just hadn't said anything? And then I realized someone smashed into the front of my car and it scooted way back. To, so it got hit mm-hmm. and like hard enough that it like flew back like several feet. Um but yeah, I think that was probably that driving wise. I, I wish I didn't have a car during that because like that was a great walkable area of Louisville, but I had to drive to work. But like I just I hated like I'd just go in at night and just be like, God bless my car. Yeah, Lou- yeah. God bless God, it. God bless my car. Yeah, <laughs> the Louisville. I mean, I still put my mirrors in here, but like it doesn't it's like you would go outside and it's like yeah your mirror is gone and then yeah like, that's it it's just like okay. that's one of my favorite dad stories still because i was like crying uncontrollably because someone just like smashed into the side so i just got i picked up my mirror from the middle of the street and i called dad and i was crying really hard and i was like i just don't know what to do i was like i can't drive my car and then like just the dad the way he is he's just kind of like well hon do you think just for a day uh you can just turn your head <laughs> And I was like, oh, yes, what the fuck? Yeah, um, yeah, I think I've told that before, but I was like, that's that's the best way to calm a person down at all. Because it's just kind of like, I'm crying. I'm not thinking clearly, you know, it's just. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. It's it's like, I, it's funny how many things you just kind of accept there. Because it's just like, and it I just like, it does get worse the farther south you get. It's something happens. I don't know what it is, but people can't drive. We've talked about it on this podcast, so we won't talk about it again. Yeah. Uh, but I never feel like that in uh, it, here in this town. I still push my mirrors in now. And there are drunk idiots, of course. So um, <clears throat> everywhere, you know, there's everywhere one right behind you. There's <laughs> one directly behind you. And oh, you know, my God. Chicago and, and other places we've lived before, too, were gridded out uh, more so than Louisville, which is... You gotta be on a Indiana Square if you want to be happy. If you want to drive to the same exact downtown. 
<laughs> it is time. funny that every time I drive through a Southern Indiana downtown, I'm like, I've been here before. And I'm like, no, the you haven't. <laughs> somebody took it. I'm sure there's a history of this somewhere that we could find, but somebody took the same design and just gave it to everybody. It was like, this is the downtown you're going to build. This is exactly when you drive through. They're like, oh my God, that's mighty nice. Look at this. Yeah. A little <laughs> saloon, a little... Uh, it's like some kind of courthouse in the middle of the square. This well, is incredible. Like, it's like, yeah, that's that's pretty normal to have. But it's like if you drive on 31, the directions will take you around the same like block. Yeah. Every, every single town, you have to go around the same exact block. And it's just it's cookie cutter all the way through. It's nice. Especially it's the small cities because they haven't changed anything. If you get to the bigger cities, you can tell that it used to look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they change, like, because Lafayette, obviously, it has that courthouse, which used to be the square, but they got rid of the square. And so it just turned into a bigger downtown. But, like, uh, like the majority of the, the small Indiana towns before you're, when you're driving um, from city to city, it's, it's yeah, that's just that square buildings with the one big building in the middle. And it's like, that's where we get married. And I don't, yeah, I don't know how common that is. Because, I don't know, I drove through a lot of uh, Tennessee towns, Kentucky towns. Like, they have a similar vibe, but there's just a, there's a very specific, like, two turns that you take in every yeah. single small town. Anyway, that's uh, Indiana talk uh, for the day. Um, that's my, Indiana talk. Not that so, yeah, um, we started to talk about New Year's before we had to stop recording before. No, this is our first So time. you. Uh, sorry, this is our first time. This is our first try. Uh, so you had a good, relaxing New Year's. Yeah, uh, we watched two James Bond movies. This is of course you did. Kal- <laughs> this is Kalatora's suggestion. I always feel like I have to clarify this, uh, because specifically because hey, yeah, you're good. Uh, Kelly just came home, so I'll take a second here. Uh, she's just putting her coat away, ruining the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I oh I'm sorry I had to push it back a little bit. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, you're talking about New Year's. Take a second here. You said New Year, new me. Ah, that was funny. Yeah, I said New Year, new us. Uh, and then but yeah, Kalatori does. She she says during our wedding when we get married because Kalatori and I are married. Um, my one of someone came up and they were like, just make sure you don't watch too much football uh, and do things that she likes. I'm like, Kelletor, she likes football more than I do. And I'm like, starting <laughs> to, and I'm just like, forget it. I just, uh, I don't know. And then I you put like, them in a headlock and you started punching <laughs> them. I don't know. That always bothers me because it's just like, I'm not like. Well, if it was an old person, they just have like a set list of things that they say to people, I like know, newly married yeah. people. That's true. Too. There's kind of like if to, like he probably has it written on in hand. If talk to man, say don't watch football. If talk to woman, say don't watch the entire Taylor Swift Eras tour in one sitting. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, they're yeah. great, and uh, <laughs> I love them, and I wish them a, a healthy life and happy New Year. So, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that's just to say that we but we want she likes them. She's hooked into them. Uh, we're we're back into Craig now, uh, so we just watched um, uh, Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. 
And I do want to say this won't mean anything maybe to you. I don't know. But I really like Quantum of Solace. And I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I've seen it more than any of them now. Um, it was it was the the first Craig I saw in the theater. I didn't see Casino Royale in the theater. And I just think it's a, it's a really uh, interesting uh, James Bond movie. So I just wanted to say that for all the uh, Quantum of Solace <laughs> folks out there. I, I'm sure I watched it. I don't remember. Who was the villain in that one? That's uh, Mr. Green, uh, the guy that he's trying to um, well up the the uh, the water and uh, create a drought in Bolivia. But, but who is the actor? Oh, I don't know actors. I don't know them. What did he look like? He's a small guy. He's very short. Uh, short. Yeah, he's, he's kind of got like Jim... Uh, you know, he's kind of got that kind of vibe. Was uh, it the guy from Inglorious Bastards? Maybe. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. Uh, let me look him up. In the time that we do this, I'm going to just type uh, Quantum. 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 <laughs> His name is. Uh, <laughs> 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 Quantum of Solace. Quantum Solace. <laughs> Is that what you had said? I mean, I'm looking at his IMDb right now. Oh, I don't recognize him. I don't know if I saw that one. Matthew Amalric. Yeah. He see. He looks like a French man. I bet he's French. Ah, he... oh, French actor. <laughs> Do I know how to cause them or do I know how to cause them? I should, do you think, uh, this is a personal question, very personal. Do you <laughs> think I should bother learning actors' names? Do you ever talk to someone and they like, they expect you to, it's like, I really like that, but I, I've never learned any of their If names. you're talking to movie people, yes. Uh, I have learned that that matters a great deal to them. Um, what, what um, we do is I started playing that, it's called Movie Grid. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of my friends play it too, but it show it'll give you three actors on one side and usually like either an actor on the top or like um, a film times times span. Uh, <laughs> why can't I talk? Um, and then you have to like put movies in where they overlap. Like, you know how a grid okay. works. Yeah. Um, but that is I'm learning. I'm learning things. There's some that I know like really well already. And then there's some that like, I have to like really think about. Yeah. And then I've, I, especially, I don't know my director's names and my no. friends know director's names and like, there's a bunch of movies. Huh? Yeah. I'll accidentally watch a bunch of movies by the same director and not realize it till later. I know. I never even, I never even think to look like, and I don't know. My my boss always makes fun of me because he's like, you're like in the, like, I, I know I'm not in the movie business, but he's like, you're like a video person. You're supposed to know this shit. Like you're supposed to be like looking at their style and being like, I'm going to do stuff like that. And I'm like, that's not how my brain works. Like I can still watch the movie and see stuff that I like, but I don't really like put it with the director. I don't know. I do the same thing. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. You know, I just, that's the way I've always operated where I'm just like, yeah, I sold the thing and I liked the thing and the, you know, the actors in it were the characters I saw, you know? And, and then you're like, like that yeah. was a doobie blurzer film. And you're yeah. like, what? I always say that a doobie blurzer film. 
And I do like, be blowers of them. I will go. I, you know, I always read the. I read reviews and I read. Uh, I I look through and I like learn about stuff. But, uh, you know, it's you know I I watched a video. It was, it was thirteen minutes long about uh, uh, improving your memory. So I'm going to try some of those <laughs> tactics. <laughs> uh, that's. I just wanted to mention it was thirteen minutes because it's the only reason I. I was like, I don't want to watch it. I'm like, it's only thirteen minutes long. Um, so I that's a great. I'm glad you went back and clarified. <laughs> it's not. I'm not saying it's a good thing to do this. It's just like you said. It's how my brain works. Right. It does not register to me that it should. It's important to learn those things. As much as I like, um, as much as I like movies and uh, hanging out with them. You know, I watched. I went to the theater. I watched Ferrari. Uh, I couldn't have told you that was Michael Mann. I didn't know that. You know, I get him. Yeah, I I know that he's he's very popular. A lot of my friends like him a lot, and I always get I always get him confused with. I think it's Michael Madsen. He's an actor. I think they look similar, but I was told that that's not true. Um, but I think they look similar, and their names are very similar. But people also get mad at me because Michael Madsen to me is the stepdad from Free Willy, and I realize now that he does a lot more than that. In a lot more action roles. Yeah, you do like to be like, oh yeah, he's the background character. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you you almost see, and I think me too. It's and that's it's probably people miss un, you know they they understand it as if we're being like shitty. Like, oh yeah, I didn't know that guy. And it's just like, no, that's just that's how my brain. That's the movie I've seen, yeah. and that's a, and I've seen it so many times that if I see that guy, yeah. I think, oh, like that's uh, the kid from Free Willy's stepdad, yeah. and he's disappointed him, and then later earns his trust, and then disappoints him again, uh -huh. and he deals with that, and like he's not very big in that movie, but I think it, I, I think it's a testament to his acting abilities that he brought out enough of himself in that role that I, I attribute it to him where i'm just kind of like i remember the stepdad from free willy because who would right. his role is pretty insignificant he's just like a guy that's like i want to throw a football with you kid but you're not my real kid and then he's like i'm gonna go save the whales and he's like fine fine you know like and then he's just kind of like ah this kid he likes the environment, and I, think, I like uh, baseball. Uh, uh, the com.com lady, whose name I don't know, even though <laughs> he uh, says it every time we do a com.com, she said that it's uh, it's good to uh, uh, try to improve yourself but not make, like, uh, uh, strict um, resolutions, you know, like, I'm going to do this. So I'm going yeah. to try to be better at learning – uh, the names of humans, uh, <laughs> humans in the in the things that I see them in. And I think you should start you should start playing the movie grid game. We can send it to each other every day. Okay, yeah, that's that's a good idea. Um, and yeah, I do think that you know I don't you know I don't try to be that way. I guess I just don't think about it enough, and that's not good. You know, I want to be more uh, uh, thoughtful about yeah. those things because you know i don't want yeah i don't want to be the person that doesn't know things yeah that's no fun nobody likes that nobody likes that uh and you well, have to be like a hargan well excuse me <laughs> 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 uh 
Are you all talking about the movie Ferrari? <laughs> they don't have a theater in my city, so I have to wait till that comes out on VHS. <laughs> Pretended I saw it. That movie is fucking weird, man. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they still put stuff on VHS just for the yokels? Just for a bunch of yokels that can't bother to learn a fucking name. <laughs> it's personally delivered by Michael Mann. <laughs> he just chucks it out of the window. Here you go, jackass. Someday you'll appreciate <laughs> me. Don't count on it. Yeah. <laughs> Not likely. Thank uh, you for Ferrari. They have like a they have like a letterbox account that's very like high up in the my it's probably the only one that Martin Scorsese uh followed on his own. Is that Yokel's VHS tapes? (laughs) That's what it's called. A Yokel watching films. Oh, Yokel? Sounds good to me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know. It's not good. And uh, it's a problem. And we're aware of it. This Uh, one, Michael Mann delivered to me unrewound. But you know, the thing is, too, it's like... uh, you know, I kind of did that movie grid thing with football, with fantasy football, uh, years and years and years ago. But that's a great way to learn the players' names because you start to figure out the players that you like and who you're playing against and who's kicking your ass. And then you start to learn all these names, you know, and it's yeah. like that, that is, that's important to me because I, I don't like to, you know, treat, you know, players like they're just like out there uh dancing around just pieces of meat dancing for your enjoyment i don't know why they keep dancing that's why (laughs) that's why you're you're not allowed to watch because as soon as it turns on there's a little light in their helmets that says paul's watching and they have to start dancing (laughs) they just start dancing um, and they do that weird sloth dance that that sloth does in Simpsons before he passes out after he gets hit by that trank. I I always think about that, and I get sad when I when we watch the whenever there's a zoo of late Simpsons zoo episode, and I, I think like this has got to be the dancing sloth. Episode. <laughs> what episode is that? It's a later. I think it's the um. It's the one. Where uh, Camionero one, right? No, it's the one where Marge is. Uh, no, she buys the Camionero, but it's a different episode. So it's the episode where she has to go to traffic school. And okay. Because they're, they're at the zoo because they're... Um, Isn't that all the same episode? No. That's the Krusty episode. Is That's season nine. That's uh, where Krusty uh, changes his act. Because it catches on fire and the rhino stamps it out. Remember? Yeah, that, that, these are separate episodes. Okay. Camionero, the, the, the introduction of Camionero is a different episode than the stamping it out. God. She, but she does have one. That's the car she buys, I think. So it flips over, they have to stamp it out, but they shoot the trink at the rhino and it bounces off the rhino's skin. And it hits, and it hits the sloth and he goes like, I was uh, so yeah, we were watching the one where um uh, where um Apu and uh, Ninjula have the, the eight babies and they go to the, the they sell their babies. Oh my god, late season Simpsons is nuts. Like they their babies are in that stage show and they're at the zoo and they sneak into the Oh, show. I forgot about that. This has to be it though. It wasn't. So and then I remembered. Where uh, I heard, I heard, I heard. It was funny. <laughs> 
So I started to tell you, we were still talking about New Year's, uh-huh. and I started to tell you, I I went to a party where I, I went to a house where I, I've never been before. And I think one of the problem was I was probably the only person there that hasn't been there before. But Paul, I, a dog, they had a dog, and it specifically didn't like me. It liked everybody else, but I couldn't, like, every time I moved, he would be like, Hur! And like, oh. as soon, like, it's always really embarrassing. I always get embarrassed when dogs don't like me. Like I come in the house, it's barking at me. I'm like, should I leave? Like I'm causing a commotion for no reason. And so like, I come in, the dog's like barking at me, like, and then like, it's, and then I sat down and like, he kept telling me, he was like, so he had me give him a treat. And he had me like um, tell him to sit and like pet, but he still, it just didn't trust me. Like I would be sitting there and I think we were friends. Cause he would like, he'd come and like stand in front of me, but he'd just be like staring me straight in the eyes. And then like, he'd like walk around me and like be looking at me. And if I made like any weird movements, he'd be like, Ruff. I don't know. People always try to make you feel better. They're like, it's cause you're wearing a scarf. Like, I'm like it's not why like this dog knows something about me that i don't even know about myself and it's me being a terrible person did you try taking the scarf off i couldn't it was part of my stress like yeah. it was attached <laughs> but i because we all slept there and in the morning i was wearing a different shirt and i still got barked at so it wasn't the scarf yeah that's rough and yeah dog owners in particular always they're always like oh yeah you're the only freaks i know they always say shit like that yeah and like chelsea kept like putting her hand on mine being like she's a friend a friend and i'm like stop <laughs> I know, stop doing like, like there's something fundamentally wrong with me the animals know <laughs> then i was just kind of like but megan lee's dog likes me i I, I kept wanting to reason with it and i don't even know if i liked that dog so like it was like making me feel bad and it had those human eyes you know how some dogs just look like humans trapped Mm -hmm. in dog bodies Mm -hmm. he had those eyes and he was like looking at me all the time and i'm like maybe i don't like you and maybe you're feeling that yeah that could be too and i mean you don't like him because it's like well i didn't do anything to you and you're yeah comfortable so you know, at the end of the day, you don't like that dog, you know, so suck it, dog. <laughs> the feeling was mutual. I didn't like that dog. It didn't like me. I'm do you ever, oh, go ahead. do you ever meet a dog or like see someone post a bunch of pictures of their dog and you just think, I don't like that dog for some reason? Sure. Like yeah. I'm a, I like dogs, but like sometimes like I, I have one friend that she's always constantly posting her dog. And I'm like, if your dog was a human, I feel like he would be really boring. Like, I don't like yeah i don't like the vibe that your dog gives off well, sometimes it's just a, a dog you know and they're going about their daily dog routine and they're just and you're trying to walk or, or just hang out and it's like here comes the dog you know especially if you got like neighbors that have dogs and it's just like oh, i just want to sit you know <laughs> like i just i get it you're a dog and like you know the oh, dogs you know i love i love dogs i really do love dogs and uh i'm a big dog appreciator and uh you know uh, i love the majority of dogs but i, I think you know what i also bad do, dogs are so much more annoying than bad cats so it's like very hard i do want to say though that we do we cat folks do have to feel guilty you know a dog person will 
you throw flyers out of a car and be like, I hate cats. Fuck cats. Cats suck. Cats are dumb. Cats are stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, if you, like, are just like, well, you know, actually, dogs, I, I don't like how they stink up the entire fucking house. And maybe they're like, oh, you're a dog. Dogs are the world. I'm a dog. You, know? like, you can't fucking... Like, you just can't be an anti-dog person. I'm not an anti-dog person, okay? <laughs> Love them. I think they're, think they're I've pet, I've, I've pet some beautiful dogs, and I appreciate them. Uh, it's just sometimes enough is enough, you know? I love good, well-trained dogs. Yes. Uh, sometimes, um, I, I feel, I feel like, you know, I feel like you, you'll just get, that's it. It's like. Whoever's listening to our podcast in LA that's making, you know, making their podcast about how much they hate our podcast, they're going to have a field day with that. They probably just steal all our material and then Joe Dante puts out another movie yeah. that's not Gremlins 3. It's like, oh man, all your your uh, your material about how you're from Indiana is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh dogs no 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 i'm kidding uh let's get into the dogs meat. let's get into the meat and potatoes of this week's episode which is uh new year's horror film uh i did want to say before <laughs> no i don't want to say that um let's do it new year's horror film is new the... year's horror films so what's the best possible it's the only thing that I mean, that came to mind right away, of course. The Simpsons podcast is the uh, Life's a Glitch, Then You Die. So I wanted to kind of avoid that premise, which was uh, Y2K, uh, everything goes haywire, the world ends, and uh, that's it. So, I wonder why I, you know, what's funny is like, because me and Meg looked for a good uh, New Year's horror movie because I, I spent the whole weekend up there. So we hung out the night before and then we, we went out on New Year's Eve. But like the night before, we were like, we should look up like a New Year's horror movie. And we just couldn't find one that wasn't like a D-list movie. And now that you say that, I'm like, how come no one's done like the Y2K? Because that seems like an obvious choice, like for like a um, like a big time horror movie. I don't know. That's that's weird to think about now. Oh, before we get too far like into the thing. Uh, what uh, what we did end up watching, we watched the the Eras tour, Taylor Swift's um, video of the tour that she's doing, um, and it was very funny because like we we got super into it and we started it, and we were not expecting Lee to watch as much of it as he did, but he stayed and last about like a two and a half hours, I think was his mark of leaving the Eras tour, and he asked us questions about Taylor. He was pretty into it. Yeah, she's got a presence, you know, <laughs> clearly. Sorry. it's a cool show because like at the very like at the very beginning me and meg were both like on the same page we're like oh we, we like taylor and we like her music but mm. i don't think like this show would be something we'd go to because like um all like the like intense swifties are going to be very intense when you're there but like as we were watching it, it was like this would be fun to go to like this looks like a good time People love Taylor. She's a lovable lady. She's uh, our biggest celebrity right now, right? Probably. I think... Uh, it's nice to have a I, celebrity. You know, uh, I just feel like they're 
they're kind of thinning out a little bit. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she feels like she's like just she's so big. Like nobody doesn't have some sort of opinion, whatever it is. You know, the yeah. You know, they're like, oh, Taylor. She's ruining Taylor. Travis's game. <laughs> Taylor was good. Now he bad. Taylor <laughs> to blame. I mean, Taylor. Why would you come to your boyfriend's games and sit in the press box and smile? And be he can't play the game anymore, God damn it! People were very impressed that she was excited, even though Travis was not scoring. <laughs> it's like, I think she can figure out that, you know, even if she's not a football fan, that what team her boyfriend is on... Exactly, is it's... Well. <laughs> It's very funny how dumb people think people are. Like, like I don't want to hear, like, I'm not, I also get annoyed. I don't want to hear as much about Taylor Swift as, as is in the media. Like, I get that. I'm, I'm no, I don't hate her for it. Obviously she's like a huge star, but it is annoying. Like every five seconds to be like, this is what Taylor did. Like, it's, and it's always shit like that. Like Taylor smiled, Taylor's eating a chicken wing with some ketchup. And you're like, for the love of God. Just leave her alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is funny. We're just kind of like, this idiot is cheering for the team. Yeah. It's like, that was Look even, at her go. That wasn't even Travis that caught that. <laughs> it's like, all right, guys. <laughs> like, just, I don't know. I don't know what her affiliation He has is. to put out an apology later. I just realized <laughs> that it was not Travis that caught the ball that I cheered for. <laughs> I accidentally cheered for another man and it'll never happen again. Sorry, Travis. <laughs> uh, yeah, is Travis is just has his arms crossed, like glaring. Like, I can't believe she did that. Did you see her <laughs> up there cheering? But she I was cheering. But to me, uh, she might as well have been cheering. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's uh, we've talked so many times about. It. It's hard not to because it's a big deal, you know. Big. Uh, it is a big deal. Very exciting. Uh, I like cool. them. Like they're not like. I don't think I I I guess I'm pretty good at just not reading shit if I don't care about it. Like some people act like if something's on the internet that they have to engage with it. I'm just kind of like I see Taylor news all the time that I just don't read, and yet people are like. I'm just being, this is being force fed to me, like all this Taylor content. I'm like, not really. Like, yeah, if, you, if I see Taylor, yeah. I just kind of like keep going. I, I don't really stop and be like, what's all this about then? She's right there at the corner and you're like, hey, Taylor. And then just, <laughs> yeah, she, that's, I, I'm the same way. Cause I, and I, like, that, there's that impulse of like, you almost want to, you want to, you want to feed the fire, you know, you want to go out and find all the, the things that you can be mad about because it's like, you know, being mad is, is very, uh, you know, addicting, I guess. And, you know, if you, you, if you want to, you can find reasons to be mad about that. You can find news stories or whatever, but it's just as easy to just not pay attention to it. Yeah. Just you know, be like, Oh, does take, like, I don't know. I've skipped over so much shit about a bunch of shit that I don't care about. And it hasn't really affected me at all, other than just not knowing what that was. And it's like it's it's not that bit like, and this they I don't know like I've seen pretty much every game that she's been at because they're always Sunday night games because it's the Chiefs, you know, and it's like or at least like they're primetime games, and it's like they've cut away to her, but I don't feel like it's horrible. It doesn't stop the action. It's like I I also someone that. Uh, 
that's a little annoyed by just all of the football-y talking heads. And I'd almost rather just be like, and here's this person, and look at this one. <laughs> Isn't this nice? And, like, we can get all the, you know, analysis and that shit. But it's just, like, sometimes it's just, like, constantly, like. <laughs> Show more people's girlfriends. Yeah, or just, like, I don't know. Or Joe Flacco's dad. It's a beautiful day. Let's check in with, you know, just, like, I don't know. Make it more fun for everyone. Yeah, I think we t- we touched on this last, or we talked about it for a while last time. But which one of these men is Joe Flacco's dad? Mama Mia, uh, Browns, Mama Browns. Mia. Yeah, he plays. Did I get it right? Yeah. Thanks. You should have uh, missed, uh, John I know. I'm sorry, but I didn't want. I didn't I want. Been like, oh, it's the bronze. <laughs> and you would have known you were wrong. So. <laughs> okay, sorry. Mama Mia Browns. Who is Joe Flacco's dad? We know which one he is. You just refuse to accept it. There's a photo of him online. <laughs> I sent it to you, and you're just like, no. Like, you just, like, didn't acknowledge it. And, like, I and, did acknowledge it. I said, that's him. No, you didn't. You were like, oh, I guess we'll never know. Like, <laughs> It was like it zoomed up, and you said you had been searching for it and couldn't find anything. And I found it like two two seconds of searching. Was this New Year's Eve? I don't know what day. Was I already drunk uh, at the time you were sending me photos of Joe Flacco's dad? Because <laughs> that sounds like how I would have responded if I just didn't care and I wasn't of I sound I mind. Talked, I don't think I talked to you on New Year's Eve. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. You sit like, happy to you, like 1256. Um, PM. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's get back into this. So we're talking about uh, New Year's horror movies. New Year's horror movies. So basically me, me and Meg, before we landed on the Eras tour, we were looking for a New Year's horror movie and we could not find one. And then I says to Paul, I says, we should do an episode where we write a, a New Year's horror movie because one does not exist yet. And that's something that Joe Dante is probably going to be pretty interested in hearing when he listens to our episode and and uh, gets his ideas for his next films, which we have supplied for him and are probably starting to be in production soon. Yeah, and in case you don't know, Joe Dante is uh, the stepfather in uh, Free Willy. <laughs> I I guess I just don't know how to read anyone. But yeah. Um, what? With your story. I, I guess I assumed at that point you were jumping in. And then you didn't it. say anything else. <laughs> Well, it sounded like you were going, uh, you talked to Meg, and you had some ideas, and then I just hit with my Joe Dante thing, and then I, I, then I was. <laughs> and then you thought I'd just pick back up and just start talking again? Well, Is that what you thought? Train? You know, you were on a roll. You thought I was... I was a runaway train? I was stopped at the gates, my friend. I was stopped at the gates. The good kind of runaway train, you know. The kind that stops at the gates. Yeah, that one. At the like the last minute. <laughs> so anyway, you this is Meg. good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> anyway, so we were thinking, um, 
Well, I mean, that that was just the end of that story because, like, me and Meg didn't come up with anything. I, talking about. Yeah. I'm just saying how it happened where we – because we got, like, super excited to find one because we usually watch – we watch a lot of um, Christmas horror movies. Mm-hmm. And so since we were together for New Year's, the day before New Year's, we were like, we should find a New Year's horror movie. And, like, every time – like, we found – like, they exist. Mm-hmm. But like I said earlier, they're all, like, D-list movies. They're not, like – and then, like, like I said earlier too, I was I was surprised. Well, I I was surprised when you said it because I didn't even think of it. Is the the Y two K aspect, which I'm sure it's been a part of movies, but there hasn't been a movie that was like uh, that. I think checks all the boxes of horror movie Y two K themed and um, A list. Hey, I want A list actors. Yeah. Okay, you want a big horror movie? I uh, want the big stuff. I want the good stuff give it to me but that i mean that simpsons segment does cover all that uh so that's partially there but i see what you're saying now a full length uh horror movie now not really i was i was saying too i wanted to to avoid y2k um yeah we heard you but what year would it be would it be like an it situation where you've got it's something coming like every it's like every millennia you know or whatever well i was thinking because like i was going through my brain and i was like okay what are all the the situations that happen to make something a horror movie because i was thinking that too i was like because they just did the thanksgiving movie with the new like slasher so like he's supposed to be like the new ghost face is pilgrim man but yeah he's dressed like a pilgrim i don't think his name was pilgrim man uh, but he was he was dressed like a pilgrim and he was like slashing. I don't think that I don't think I'd go slasher route. So I was trying to think. I was like, okay, so like, should it be like? Um, I don't think ghost work because like, I don't know who. But the ghost of New Year's just sounds cool as hell. It doesn't sound scary. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna be more of like a an upbeat comedy movie. The ghost of New Year's. He's like, yeah, I fucking died. The ball hit me on its way down, and then everyone's like, whoa. He's like, I'm a fucking ghost. He's played by uh, Jack Nicholson. I love it. <laughs> hey, I am a I am a freaking ghost over here. Actually, this could just be the movie. <laughs> You come, you come down the Times Square. You don't even notice there's a fucking ghost here. You're you're too busy. I can't keep. I think I can't keep a Jack Nicholson Mm -hmm. accent. We've learned. If you can tell, you're you're not gonna say anything because you don't want to hurt my feelings again. But you can tell. Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So. Yeah, we could do the Ghost of New Year's. That's one idea. <laughs> Chat said that to Joe Dante. Stepdad. That's Dante. okay. That'll be like our fake out script to see if he's taking our ideas because he can get that out the door in like two minutes. Right, right. Uh, Jack, Jack the... Nicholson is probably already getting the call. Now, the question is, though, I mean, the question is, what's the horror of New Year's? What is. So, okay. So, yeah, I was telling you all the things that I, I ruled out. So, I, I was thinking about this and I ruled that out. I think the perfect. Um, antagonist for a horror movie on New Year's, a celebration where uh, people all around the world are ringing in the New Year's at, at different times. 
because of time zones, Paul. Right. I think aliens would be the best antagonist. Okay. Because they're going to be the ones that, like, they're going to play. It's going to, I don't want to keep bringing up Simpsons, but you know how, like, um, the the monkey's paw episode where Lisa mm. wishes for peace on Earth, but just peace on Earth, Paul, not the world or right. the aliens. The universe. <laughs> Thank you, universe. <laughs> not the world or the aliens. <laughs> how do you feel about that? Aliens are good. I don't know how scary they are or how exactly that ties into New Year's. I'm not sure how you lead to aliens, I guess. What's the what? Point? Because aliens know something's going on because of all the fireworks. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not even the most fireworky holiday. Yes, it is. More than the 4th of July or Thunder well, over Louisville. Okay, but but look, Independence Day exists because of that. Yeah, because I, aliens could see fireworks I mean, from there. I mean, yeah, that's not why I get your joking, but that's already a movie, right? Holiday. Understood. But aliens? these are going to be New Year's aliens, and they're going to be gremlins-like. What's the what's the deal? Like what how does it tie in? Where do they Well Paul, that's in? something we would fucking work out as we went if you would fucking accept I'm, the premise. I need I, I, I don't want to just accept your premise, okay? <laughs> like I guess maybe that's part of it. I don't want to just <laughs> just buy your premise like without you don't, okay. other options. I'm just saying You don't want to buy aliens without looking need, at some I need slashers. A little bit more, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. You're just like there's fireworks and then the aliens come is there something yeah there but you mentioned time zones how does that play into it? are they evading invading different areas first you know like what's what's the deal with that maybe i didn't have as many ideas as i thought i did paul i'm trying i'm trying I... <laughs> uh uh, New Year's aliens, yeah. New Year's aliens. I don't know why it sounded like a good idea at the time, but it did. There was that whole Godzilla thing that was New Year's related. The ball dropped and it was fake, and then Godzilla came out. You remember that? No. I think that was '98. The like when the that one. Is that the one everybody hated? They didn't like it. No, they weren't fans. <laughs> they, liked, uh, they liked the soundtrack though. Then we should definitely be pulling from there. So maybe it's just uh, maybe it's uh, trickier than we think to come up. I with guess it. I thought you'd be excited about the aliens, so now I'm fresh out of ideas. Here's my angle, okay? Okay, before uh, before your angle, what I thought was going to happen was I'm going to say aliens, and you're going to be like, whoa. All right, back to your ideas. <laughs> um, uh, no, I don't like it anymore. It was going to be another ripoff uh, of the Monkey's Paw episode of The Simpsons. No, I know. It's separate. Monkey's Paw is its own thing. But, you know, it's a thing where you make your New Year's resolutions and then it's like you have to stick to them. You know, like it's like you're you'll die. You know, oh, that's fun. If you don't fit, if you don't do your New Year's resolution, 
probably the end of the the following year. So like a bunch of people die, and that's what they find out is that that first year nobody's thinking about it because it's like oh we're the same you know we'll diet for a week and then go back we'll stop drinking you know until uh, February or something and then end uh, end of the year December of of that year then it's like the the ball drops and like just like so many do the people uh, do the people that didn't keep the resolution explode when the the ball drops and the uh, the new year something violent yeah it'll be really violent uh, it should be extremely violent because it should yeah you're right it should happen the first year and no one's expecting it and it's like the most gruesome thing and then like oh but okay but there's not that many people that keep their resolutions unless it was like small bullshit stuff well the thing is too is the other people you're forgetting are the people that don't uh, make the oh, don't make a resolution at all. So it's gonna be a bunch of wise guys, pre- pretty much, and people who <laughs> follow through. So that's the dynamic on Earth now. It's a bunch of people really fucking stick to their guns and follow through, and then the fucking like I'm not even gonna bother doing it kind of people. That's Earth now. So it's gonna be the cools against the lose. Yeah, Earth. The slackers versus like the you know the. Uh, rise and grinders. Yeah. Okay. So the opening scene should be like a just like a countdown, like at Times Square. Uh, maybe it shouldn't be Times Square. Maybe it should be somewhere else. We're not setting another movie in Indiana, but it should be. I don't think it should. I think it should be like a medium sized city. We'll do because like Milwaukee. Milwaukee, and they're at like a local bar that that does like the big Milwaukee celebration. And and then uh, so like the ball drops. Oh, they should be watching though on TV, a bigger city like either Los Angeles or New York. And then when the ball drops there, like I think, oh, okay, okay, here, oh, Paul, okay, this is where the time zones come in. So LA is watching, or some it should be a city in the West. Not necessarily LA, but a city in that time zone mm-hmm. should be watching the New York celebration and the ball drops in New York and people just start exploding. And LA or whatever is watching this just horrified because they have no idea what's going on or that it's coming to them. They're just like watching it and they're just like, holy shit, like what's happening in New York? And this is like a like a another like they think like maybe they think it's a terrorist attack or maybe they think it's like right, right. like some kind of like they mass shooting or something <laughs> oh yeah okay so we'll bring aliens in they think it's alien oh there should be like one croc that is like sure it's aliens or something oh okay before they even get to because a bit, at first they think it's like oh it's nuclear war and then yeah. it, oh, it keeps happening to like every country. It doesn't seem to matter what their affiliation is. It's just like as soon as it, as soon as you get past that time zone, you're fucked. You know, as soon as it's your time in that area, you're you're fucking fucked. You're fucking fucked. That's what the news report says. You're fucked. I mean, at this point, this guy's like, hey, I got an hour to live. I'm gonna say fuck on TV. That's his. There'll be a whole thing <laughs> about this guy, and he's a slacker, so he lives. Uh, but his whole bit, you know, he's just like, I'm going to say fuck, I'm going to say fuck on TV. I'm going to show it to, you know, he'll have some stiff as a boss who's like, make sure you don't screw up again this year, Chad. You know, and he's like, 
you know. That oh, and guy. his resolution was saying fuck on air, and he says it right before he oh, could have been blown up. He, that's even better. His resolution is that he was so pissed at this boss guy the previous year that he was like, all year, he's like, I'm going to get back on the air, and I'm going to say fuck right as the fucking it hit 12 you know and then his head oh. explodes his head so that okay so this is going to be our main protagonist i'm sorry for interrupting but this could be our main protagonist and this is how he figures it out so like he's seen uh several other countries so they're like i don't know who's last and we'll we'll get into that later we'll just pretend that la is last i'm sure that they're not last last but um uh that time zone uh, has seen all the horrific other time zones exploding, not knowing exactly what's going on, but kind of getting to the realization that it's when it hits midnight that it happens. And so it's getting closer to midnight. The ball's dropping. Everyone's freaking out because they have no idea if it's going to happen to them, but they assume that it is because they've watched it happen to other people. So anyway, this guy hasn't said it yet and something's happening to him. Like it's like a pre blow up where he's like getting like the boils on his arms or something. Okay. Or like he's got like some like something's like changing physically inside of him that is like noticeable to like the naked eye of people, and he's no he's like noticing it, but he's like trying to ignore it, and then like he makes that like he makes whatever like bullshit announcement he's gonna make that that swears on on the air, and it just goes away, and then people just start exploding all around him. I don't I don't get why why did he not die? I'm sorry. But he made the resolution. Why did he not die? Yeah. Cuz he made the resolution. Oh, and he In did. the in the last minute, he said the words. I'm sorry. Okay, that Okay. Wasn't that what we decided earlier? That is that's true. That's what we decided. I I was just thinking about my angle and then but that is good. Yours what was your good. angle? My angle is that he be the first person we see die. So oh. you don't know what's happening. He's in wh whatever the first area is, right? That nothing's happened yet. Nobody knows what's going to go on. We have this whole intro sequence where he's just like, you know, he's like, he's talking about he's going to tell his boss off. You know, his his big plan. He says, fuck. As soon as it hits uh, 12, he says, fuck, but it's the next year. So oh, you've said so. You okay? So your plan is it's too late. He's the first that dies, and then and mine his, was his he did it just in time. Yeah, and it's this big like what the well, it's like wowza, you know wowzers. Someone will say wowza, uh, but then it's just like what the fuck happened? And then we'll yeah. zoom out and we'll we'll meet our gang in Milwaukee. It probably shouldn't be Milwaukee. It should be in Los Angeles, somewhere where it's. Uh, yeah, it's got to be in that time zone. We'll do some some town in in L.A. or California or you know on on the west. Some coast. town in L.A. I'm, I don't want to do Los Angeles, is what I'm saying. I I know it and just was I, funny. I but... corrected it to California, <laughs> and then you went back, and now I feel like a real fool. So <laughs> like, uh, there'll be Californians. We'll have to really figure out. You know, I don't know if anybody's really talked talked you know at length about what it's like to live in. California or LA. I don't think anyone actually knows. Yeah, so we'll have to I think that's through. still foreign to a lot of uh, viewers of TV and makers of TV. What we should what living in LA is, is really like. Just make it up. Because that's <laughs> what they fucking do for us. So we'll just make That's it true. 
You know what, LA? All of your schools are all indoors now. Nobody goes outside for their lunch or lockers. Nobody. Everybody's sad. It is snowing. And yeah, (laughs) there's not a nice campus. It's just a fucking big, ugly building. Palm trees? Never heard of them. Enjoy your pines. (laughs) Various types. So they'll be uh they'll be California Ionians. And um I do like that there's a group. What do you think about the our core group? It'll be a group we follow. Uh they're ragtag. And it's um they're a group of people who specifically made a resolution not to make any resolutions or something. Oh like my god. What a bunch of idiots, but geniuses at the same time with it's, the premise of the movie. Right, so they're, it's that kind of crowd. You know, they're very like, you know, uh, don't learn, you know, don't learn the winner of the Super Bowl, how long can you wait kind of people, you know? Like, they're uh, they're anti the big thing. Uh, anti the big thing. So have we decided, is, is the news guy going to live or die? Is he going to be the one leading these kids or... Are they gonna? Is that just a fun thing for the the viewers that doesn't help the protagonists at all? I think we need a big shocker, you know, to kind of send us in and, and let get people to know. It'll be like a scanners style head explosion where it's just like it'll really shake some people, you know. Like they'll know it's a horror movie, they'll know there's stuff coming on, but it'll be like, whoa, you know, we'll we'll really fucking go all in and make this as gory as possible really set the tone for this is that kind of movie you know don't expect anyone to uh die comfortably should we have him be the announcer for the cleveland browns and then just do a slow zoom in on joe flacco's dad i think that (laughs) yes that's what we should do because that makes sense for all the things we just said uh yeah Jeff, it's I because think. the camera guy's head exploded so like he's still on the camera but he's like leaned over so it's zooming in what if that's their and cut, then they're cut when they're like oh shit like they're you know how every everybody has that joke where it's like we're having technical difficulties and it's a funny little sign like uh-huh. they'll immediately do this game where it's like you know well you know we're having some issues here we'll take you to uh, let's find joe flacco's dad you know and he was like my resolution was to watch my boy play football more <laughs> and i missed every game of his <laughs> <laughs> i was busy <laughs> no paul his head didn't explode i know i don't want joe flacco's dad's head to explode so joe flacco's dad does live and he makes it through the whole movie and, and uh <laughs> Uh, that's it <laughs> that's that's a b plot though we're not you know or like that's a uh, it should that's it should keep like coming back to him like before the the main protagonist can figure out what's going on yeah. and he should just keep saying that over and over again he's just kind of like my resolution was to see my boy play and by god i got to see him play every game and then the whole thing will be this will become a a, a browns thing uh, since we're throwing the Browns in there, Browns famously—they've never been to a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, they're always—they're—they're they're doing well this year, so you know, time—time time will tell. But you know, they've always kind of just come up short, or they've—you know—missed the playoff, drafted poorly, something's happened to them, got their team taken. As soon as their team was taken, that team won a Super Bowl. They're—you know—they—they're the lovable losers. 
uh, except for their uh, Deshaun Watson signing. And um, but, were they taken well, Liam Neeson style? Yeah. Um, but we'll uh, we'll just ignore that reality of the the Browns. This is a different Browns, and they now since unfortunately the other teams have lost quite a few players. Uh, they are the most intact team, uh, and uh, the Browns end up winning the Super Bowl at the end. So it's a feel-good movie too, you know. But it's like so. Did all the Browns just like make very like uh, easy to follow resolutions? Is that why we could do? They're all alive. Really weird here, and make it so the Browns are the no resolutions club. Oh, they're like we're sick. We lose every year. We're always like we're always coming in last place, and it's because you idiots make New Year's resolutions and you don't follow through. And <laughs> this year we're not making any. So if any of you make it, and this is the coach, you know he's really pissed. <laughs> of course, I I caught on. Good, and uh, <laughs> he's just he's going on and on. He's like, no, none of you guys, they're they're good, you know. So they all stand by. They're like, we're not fucking with coach. You know, there's one guy, you know, the punter is probably like, hey. You know, fuck you, and then he explodes, and they're like, "I always make resolutions with my girlfriend every year, and I ain't gonna stop now, coach." <laughs> yeah, I ain't good. gonna stop now, and they're like, "Oh my god, he's such a a rule breaker," and he's like right. stepped out, and he's like smoking a cigarette. But it turns out too. So this is another twist, right? We assume he dies because we don't see him. He's punting for the other team at the, uh, no. the Super Bowl. So he's hot shot punter, and he walks out, and they're like, what? what? We thought you were dead, you know? And then he's like, my resolution was to be on a winning team. Oh, great line. <laughs> great line. That'll still just fucking destroy. Gonna, oh, man. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, let's see, where do we go from here? So we got the, we got, so we got, it's a big game. So, okay. So our, I guess our, our, our hitting our plot points. So we're going to have the big scary opening. We're going to slowly realize what's going on, but they still need to have like some kind of inciting in incident that like gets them involved in figuring out like, I guess the inciting incident would just be everyone's head exploding. Um, but we need to figure out how they figure out what's going on and how they use that to get back in the game. Okay. Because uh, also, like, why is America still going on with football after a mass casualty head exploding? It's a commentary. You okay. Know, the, the idea is that we're playing it up. This is what everybody says, but we're doing it. Uh, we're playing up the violence for as a commentary, um, but that you know that there's so much violence uh, everywhere. Maybe we'll center it around the United States so we don't have to make any comments about anywhere. But uh, there's so much violence, but yet football persists. What a commentary! <laughs> there's so much violence, and yet football persists. <laughs> I can see the trailer now. Like, there's like a bunch of it'll be like a bunch of like far off explosions, and then he'll say that line. He's like, "I want to be on a winning team for once." Then it'll like cut to like these horrified looks, 
and then it'll like I, I think I I mean our, our obviously our big um resolution har har is gonna be on the field. But okay, so you you okay. So obviously they for this previous year had decided that they're not having revolution resolutions and that's why they stayed alive to play football in this current year. But did they keep up that? Uh that that's our understanding. Now the whole idea is that we assume that they didn't make any new ones, right? Cuz then Okay. Who knows what's going to happen. Uh but that may or may not play into the end of the movie. We'll just have to wait and see, but um for now cuz this is all taking place in 2 months right the super bowl's in february uh the browns were in like dead last place and they that we it turns out this hot shot punter that uh plays for the other team he signed the contract uh to play with this but he got cut i don't know what the whole situation's going to be right um somehow he ends up leaving the browns at like you know the 11th hour you know new year's eve he's signing the contract he's on the other team we don't know any of this this is all something stuff we learn later um but he you know so the, but they we assume he's gone and they, they're all like where's where's kevin and it's like he must have died you know like he, he must have died and we saw <laughs> we saw the scene where he's like he wants to make his resolution with his girlfriend and and uh all that stuff so um we know that that's kind of like we assume like oh no he's dead uh until he pops up later so that's a big surprise for everybody okay so i guess that could be when people so they at that point should that be when they start asking questions because like they they need to still figure out why it's happening we need to figure out why it's happening because i don't think we have a clear reason why these people's heads are exploding without making their resolu resolutions like who what is causing that to happen i think that's too much i think that we we need to live we need this to live in a world where they don't ask too many questions because i think so they're never gonna have they're never gonna get to the reason why it's happening it's just gonna be like how to stop it well show and then sequel like, question mark yes well, they're like a meteor will like hit in the beginning, you know, and it'll send these shock waves through and then like everybody will kind of feel like they'll be like, did you feel that? That kind of shit where it's like so clearly something happened and everybody is aware that like it's like something weird happened, you know, but it's like we don't know where we don't know where it came from. You know, maybe at the very end, it'll zoom out and then it'll be like we'll, we'll tie in your alien thing. Yeah. We'll see It'll be shit. the Mac and Me aliens. They're finally getting the yes. sequel that they said that they'd yes. get. We'll get the right uh, twenty five years ago secretly, and it'll be like new Mac and Me project question mark on all the websites, <laughs> and we'll put them in the ship at the end, and that's the very end of the movie. Is that it's like you know some guys like, you know what? I still wonder what happened there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then zoom up, and it's like there's a ship. It's the Mac and Me family, and they're like whatever they're eating they're just sipping coffee. their coca-colas <laughs> and they're clearly they didn't know what they did and then there's like a switch that like is set to like destroy and then the dad's like oh no <laughs> oops and then they leave and then one says like goodwill 
you know, <laughs> or something. Like, it's just, like, very, and it, it's the, another Simpsons Halloween joke. <laughs> Do you think they should land? Do you think that they should land? Oh, okay. Oh, you know, it would be really funny. It's, it sounds like we're kind of going um, horror comedy at this point, not true uh, horror. But, like, should should they, like, on their, like... <sighs> It's hard to tie this because, okay, New Year's just happened and then football ends in February. So it's like, when does it pick back up where they're going to like actually have like something to do again that has something to do with the next New Year's? I don't, you know, I think it should just be that New Year's is what brought it all on and the rest of like it ends in February. So it's a movie that takes place over about a month and that's that's it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they learn anything, clearly, because the Mac and me shot a big egg, and it's like, you know, it's if we're serious about that, which I do think that we should be, uh, <laughs> we should have them at the end, and or just aliens, and they're just like they did that, and it's we just are all like, okay, they have the yeah. resolution bar set to blaze. <laughs> yeah, like they they don't understand how it works oh oh paul you know it would be really fucking funny you know how uh changing the resolution is like a thing on your tv he should be trying to do that this whole time and he has it like set all the way up and then like the little ones like trying to turn it down and then that's when we realize what the the issue is and they'll do like a really they're like you got the resolution shirt and then they all like Oh, like if you think about it for two more seconds, like what? What is it? What is that? That's stupid as hell. But I think that's why we should keep the Mac and me is not being able to talk. I think that this should all have to be. This should all have to be visual, like seeing and then see remembering how dumb they are. Yeah, and there'll be there won't be anything in English. There'll be a bunch of words, but in a different like alien language. And there's a switch that they have. And then the little kid will be like, whoa, whoa, and the dad will be like, whoa, and then he switched. I don't, did they talk at all? I feel like they just made a weird expressions yeah. and did that weird running. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the whole, yeah, they're not going to run because, you know, and then it'll play old Lang Syne over, it'll be a very, like, peaceful thing, like, eh, that's what happened at the end of a Simpsons segment, too. They already, <laughs> they already yeah. did everything. They've already done everything. They already stole our whole bullshit, awful movie that we're trying to pitch to Joe Dante. Well, do like chestnuts, you know. Well, no, it's Super Bowl. <laughs> we'll do like, uh, what's a good Super Bowl song? Um. Oh, okay, Paul. This is something that I wanted to talk about at the, the top of the show when we were still talking about New Year's. But a song, well, I mean, this is going to be an obvious song because it's in all the sports movies now. But I... When we were like sitting around listening to music, um, one of my friends put on the the Alan Parsons project and it starts with that song Serious that is the Chicago Bulls like starting lineup song. Okay. Um, I just think it should be something like that and then like go in. But like I've been listening to that since New Year's and it's been like pumping me the fuck up. And it's just so funny to think that like I, I guess I didn't. I just assumed that that little that little intro was just made specifically for like sporting events, and it's very funny to me to think that like 
I was looking at it on Wikipedia and like, I, there was just a guy that was like a sports announcer and it did start with the Chicago bulls. Um, and he just heard that song. I think he said he heard it in a trailer to a movie and he was like that, like, no, he just heard, I think he just heard it on the radio or just heard that album, but he just heard that song and was like, that would be cool. Like as a, a lineup. And then that just become, became like the iconic, yeah. like, sports theme when like that like it was never supposed to be a sports theme and that's what's so funny to me listening to it on an actual album that just goes into a bunch of dad rock afterwards mm -hmm. it's like because like it just starts it's the very first song in the album so it like starts off with that that I, I can't why can't I do it let me play it no 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 here I'll play it you know it that's the song that I keep wanting to play because that's the other big one okay um but you know it it's associated with the um okay it's starting I know this song. Yeah. This is an exciting song. I'm so, I was just, I've never just heard it before. Like, I don't know. He put that album on and I, I like, I, I obviously associate it with like sporting events. Cause yeah. like it's, it's iconic in sporting events. And then it's kind of gone into like, uh, like movies. Like every time there's a scene yeah, where like a yeah, guy, yeah. like, I think it, it's even in Frasier where like Niles is about to make that shot on the, on the court and then they start playing that song it's just like it's the known basketball song it's the, which is funny it's, that's just like an english band that just used that as an intro to like um one of their other songs it's 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 the the game the big game is about to start song yeah it's the best it's the big game is about to start song like it's so exciting when they're like they're doing the thing where they're like there's they're the lights are just like you know, they have the spotlight just going around. It's still dark God. in the stadium. It makes and me want to go to a basketball game right now. Like, I want to go, and I want to <laughs> see that, and I want to hear that song. Yeah, there's this, <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind of human you are. I guess for some humans this isn't the case, but when you lose <laughs> shit at a sporting event, it's the best. And it's like, <laughs> it's like we're, we're talking about, I don't know if that's going to stay in, but we were talking about, you know, getting some laffy gas or whatever at the dentist. And how you kind of really, you just kind of do stuff and you're, you kind of understand you're doing it, but you're like, I don't care. That's what being in a sport, when you start to, like, some of the things I do, like, when the Colts will score a touchdown, I'll be like, oh, I'll just watch it. I don't care. And, like, I'm up and I'm, like, patting my belly and, and screaming, like, some well, <laughs> thing at the TV. Like, it's. You like, and Kellator do that little, like, pity pet tap dance, like, <laughs> yeah, during. <laughs> during football games and you both are like on page with it too like i don't know i, I remember watching like a colts game with you guys and you're just kind of like do the chippy daps you both stand up and you're like dip, 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 dip. I don't know like what, what the is. fuck is going on it, but yeah we both do that it's uh <laughs> it's crazy like i just like it's so fun too because i try now i much better about it. just like when the game's over win or loss i'm just like okay <laughs> Back to your <laughs> games, but it's just it's like that time when it's like there's stuff going on. It's just it's fun. Uh, and I'm just like, 
just going just going back to that song can you imagine being that guy that picked that song just because he heard it on the radio and like seeing like how do you think that guy just feels like a god where he's like but there's that whole story about i don't remember where it is or who it was or anything important but they 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 were going to a um a a soccer or you know they call it football Uh, (laughs) but they were going we'll we'll call it football for now but they were calling it they're going to a football match and they were at a bar and they were getting excited and seven nation army was playing and the guy just starts going and then they all march to the stadium going now it's the biggest fucking song in sports like you do not you don't watch any any sporting event no matter what it is without hearing well you know any team sport without hearing fucking seven nation army like and yeah that's true and it's fucking exciting because like yeah you hear that and you're like that's like pump up music pump up music is special it is a special genre and i should make a playlist of all like pump up songs that's just kind of like we got the fire song before the the cubs won the world series like they did they put out this hype video with this song and it's just like i still like i'm just thinking about it now getting chills like i would watch that and like before every game and it's like oh my god i'm so excited like, do you think that there's a a pump up song that just hasn't been found yet? Like, yes, of course. That, there has to be. Yeah. But like, uh, so if you think about it, because the the uh, Alan Parsons Project is it's a popular band, but it's like that that was just like a an album that like an English artist put out, and this was not yeah, it was yeah. not made to be a pump up. But it's just like so there must be so many more that are just being left like. It, one like smart editor is going to find it and put it on just a project and it's going to be like the next huge thing it's going to be like some band called like ponty crest and it's like we made this little album nineteen thousand years ago and we never thought exactly. that it would become the iconic uh, song of the uh, denver nuggets Oh, using our song without yeah, it's uh... <laughs> uh, and that's why we're here today because we're fucking pissed <laughs> yes, before you ask we do all sound like this please don't ask us why uh, I was gonna say I am 200 years old and I don't have time for this but I will Without any and every lawsuit I can. <laughs> Regardless if I was involved or not. This was not written to pump up athletes. This was written to calm horses. <laughs> if we hear it too often, all the horses will be made calm. Too calm. Chaos. The horses are too calm. Please listen to us. I was. He, he thinks that horses are still the main transportation, so he's really worried. Two hundred. That... Yeah. <laughs> he thinks that horses still play. They're like more important than they actually are. You don't understand what you've done. The chaos that will ensue if the horses are too calm. It took me six hours to ride into town because my horse was too calm. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> I think this should be the movie now. I don't think this guy will pop up in there. Cause he'll there'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of B plots that aren't resolved. I think this should be a movie where but we should do as little work because the more work you do to try to make sense of something like this, I think in my personal opinion, the worse off it is if if you're making a very like a very schlocky, you know, kind of stupid movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's like everybody kind of understands that meteor hit like event happened mm-hmm. like doesn't matter who, who did it or why we'll show <laughs> we'll show who did it but it won't clear anything up the important thing is that it like we don't draw attention to the fact that it doesn't it doesn't matter like you know it's fun to that was the whole cracked thing it's like it's fun to be like it's weird that they got this head in the fridge you know in uh in friday the 13th too like you know all the all the steps Jason had to go through to, to set that up. That was the whole cracked thing. That's fun to think about. But the thing is, nobody's saying like, "I can't believe that." That's the worst movie ever. They're saying right. after seeing the movie like thirty times, you get to the point. You ever you you've watched something so many times, you're like, "That doesn't make any sense." Like, why yeah. did they do that? Like, but it, you don't care. It just it happened. So that'll be like ninety percent of our movie is that. Yeah, uh, you know what, Paul? Though we should have this guy be in the film the entire time but like he doesn't get to the gate like we see him like on the road in the in the background like traveling in the horse and we see him arguing with the gate guy because they won't let him in on his horse and shit like that but i feel like he should be a part of the movie what if they have to shut the super bowl down because of all the money they had to pay out so they're about to kick the game-winning field goal the cleveland browns to win the game they have and to shut off all the lights because this guy is suing everybody. And goes, stop everything! The NFL is <laughs> filed for bankruptcy because, like, it, it, they have to like shut off the lights and they can't do because this guy is and he's like, yeah. Th- there's this whole story going on in the background about this guy suing for this song that he. What I'm worried about is the refs didn't tell him the reason. I'm a very, very sane reason. The horses will be too calm. And then, I lost his voice. And then that'll be the end of the movie. Well, <laughs> well, he's talking and he's explaining all this. And then we'll just cut to the credits and slowly like fade him out. Because it's like nothing he says matters. <laughs> like it does. It's just for it there to be some sort of ending to the movie. So <laughs> they'll just like, we'll see him. We'll kind of know what he's about. But then they'd stop it. And then he gets up on the jumbo truck because he wants to explain <laughs> himself because he doesn't think the ref did a good job. And he owns the stadium now because that was part of the lawsuit. The settlement is that he got. He, he can't got figure home. anything out because he's like 200 years old. <laughs> and he's just giving an old guy speech and he's trying to explain himself the best he can. And he's like, so well, like the whole movie, you're like, who's that guy? What's he doing? Like, and then he'll kind of just tell you his whole plot. <laughs> At the end, on the jumbotron, as like we get, we lose the, you know, it's just like there's no resolution further than that. Like what happened, who won the game, like anything else. <laughs> it's just this guy's like. And furthermore, <laughs> they should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Flacco's dad's the only guy that's listening. Days <laughs> the whole time. It's He's like funny. nodding and clapping. <laughs> Hell yeah. I gotta talk to Joe about this. He says that to <laughs> nobody. There's nobody else next to him. Everybody's gone home. 
It's bad. We'll have yeah. This is the worst and best movie ever. It'll that's it. It'll just be uh it'll be really uh it'll be a good time. We'll, we won't worry so much about, you know, it'll be a, there'll be a lot of jokes and it's gonna you can follow it. You know, it's not going to be a a hell hell. It's going to be a cult classic for sure. It's over with. I mean, just <laughs> box office bomb cult classic. <laughs> Do you remember um when I don't think you even listen to Doughboys anymore, but do you remember when we both listened to Doughboys all the time and they would run that ad like repeatedly for the jeans? Yeah. And we, I think both of us, I, I think I didn't know I could skip it and it kept replaying and replaying and replaying. And so, like, I, I feel, I, 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 did you know? I think you had to tell me I could skip it. This story makes no sense, but I'm just, I, oh, let's cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> talking about how does the, I, I need to know how this ties into what we're talking about i have to know <laughs> it feels like out of nowhere <laughs> what do you mean what, well, i mean it pretty much was it was just like uh, you said for sure and then remember uh, he said nick we're mid or he said mitch we're men who wear jeans and he goes that's, that's for true. sure <laughs> Anyway, pause. Shut up. I was thinking the speed song. We're keeping. Wait, you got sh- Okay. Some guys like old jeans. Uh, okay, so you know how you just want to say something quickly, and it just you realize yeah, yeah. when you start that it requires too much backstory, and then it's so much backstory that it makes what you had to say worthless. If you notice, I, I do this quite a bit where I just go, I'll start saying something and I go, you know what, never mind. And I, <laughs> I want that, I, that means very, very uh, uh, purely that I just like, I've decided that it's not worth it. Like, Yeah, you just I like put it in your it. brain where you're just kind of like, I, like, you have like a little map in your brain that's like, you gotta say this, you gotta say this, you gotta say this, and then you can make your point finally. Yeah. And then you're like, oh shit, it's not worth it, and everyone's looking at me now. I know, it's just like I made a statement, and people <laughs> are, are interested in what I have to say, and I don't have a place <laughs> I could go with this. Because you're tell- you didn't start with, that reminded me of, <laughs> you just launched into a story about, because that was going to be the end of it. That was the end of the story, was that you were going to say... Anyways, you said, and I don't even remember I said it at that point, you know? So I think I, even I'm the one who said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, I like this We movie. have fun here, don't we, folks? I think it's my favorite movie we've written so far. Uh, <laughs> and I want to see it really bad. Um, I do, I do want to see this movie. So I guess that is the, the true testament to the best movie we've ever made. That it took several, I don't even know if it's cohesive, but as you said, it doesn't really need to be. And then we got really excited about um, songs in the middle of it and then added a whole new element. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, all in all, I think uh, Joe Dante is going to eat this shit up. I wanted to say real quick uh, before we close out that there's a song. Uh, and I, I believe if, I, if I'm if i correct, it's by this guy, Michael Oates. I'm, I'm just looking at his YouTube page now if I'm crediting it incorrectly i apologize but he's got 69 subscribers and he has one song that has seventy three thousand views good dad it's called space brown and it's the song where he just talks about how in 
the future the Browns uh, go to space and win the Super Bowl. And it's a great song, and I and uh, many other people love it. And I just I love I love people like that that just have a song. You know, Holy shit! Did we like accidentally write a movie that that song goes perfectly in the credits for? That's I think it will. will we got to track this guy down. He's still got an active YouTube page. Okay. We'll find him. We'll commission him to recreate this song or not it's a beautiful and he'll be like no you can't have that song (laughs) you've called down all the horses that annoying guy is based on me (laughs) you thought you had any sort of original idea it all came from me i put it into your brain and now i want it to stop so anyway hey i listening to to the song space trails is a great song it'd be yes i think it should close out uh, I think it should close out the our movie, and <laughs> I think we should we should get this man to uh, get uh, to redo it. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he have to redo it? I just mean if he wants to. It's a, if he wants to. It's a very like rough song, but in a in the best possible way. I'll send it to you. It's it's one of okay. the best of all time. I'll use it uh, as the opener to our episode. No, it's got to be the end. It's got a, it's I usually use the same song for the opening and the end. Uh, no, but, put, okay. in that, put in the uh, Alan Parsons song at the beginning. Okay. And then close it with Space Brown. Okay. Hi. Okay. 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 All right. Goodbye. Oh, so long, everyone. Cleveland Brown, Space Brown.